Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Motherhood Merged. I so appreciate you tuning in and hope that you're having a great day wherever you might be tuning in from today. This is episode three of the podcast, and I shared very early on in the show trailer that Motherhood Merged was created to cover three core topics. I call them buckets, actually. It helps me to visualize them a little bit better. I see this podcast as helping women fill three different buckets with insights, tips, education, and permission to do and be exactly what is needed to feel complete. Bucket one is all things mom life. Two is marketing strategy tips for women in business. And three is personal brand building. Obviously, there's going to be some overlap, and honestly, that's the whole point of the concept of Motherhood Merged. I chose these three buckets because they're all important to where I serve my community. I'm here to remind you every week that it's completely okay for mom life and business life to overlap, or for mom life to be a part of your personal brand, or for you to have a successful business and want to step out and build your own personal brand as the face of that business. I'm doing it, and there are plenty of other women out there managing the merge too. So what bucket are we going to fill today? Today, I want to talk a little bit about social media. Now, before you roll your eyes, thinking I'm going to tell you about the latest and greatest trend you have to jump on, just hear me out. I'm actually taking a different approach here because I don't want to talk about the future of social media. I want to help you audit what you have so you can be sure your digital footprint is working for you and your personal brand. Your digital footprint includes all of the elements online that make up brand you. Today, I want to examine your online presence from the outside looking in with a focus on social media. Now, I'm not going to dive into the how to set up any specific social media account, but I do want to cover why it's important to have them and how to use social media to advance your personal brand. Let's start with a simple question. Do you need to be on social media? Especially these days, the answer is a resounding yes. Nearly everything we do can be done online. Your social media footprint tells a lot about you and can be a very useful tool when you know how to use it to your advantage. Now, having your brand on display in such a public way is a risk. You have to find a balance between facts and opinions and the personal and the professional. It's easy for these lines to blur for sure. But as we talk, I hope you'll see the pros easily outweigh the cons. Some of the pros to establishing your brand on social media include the ability to connect with people and brands across the globe. You can share projects and accomplishments with very specific links and images. You can search for opportunities with LinkedIn jobs, for example, You can use Facebook to share a peek into your personal life, or you can create original content using social as a podium to speak on the topics most important to you. To audit your existing digital footprint, I want to focus on just three of the existing social media platforms, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. 
At this point, I feel like these are kind of the social media OGs since many there's just so many new platforms out there now. I'm not saying one is more important than another or that Instagram is not part of your personal brand. I'm just choosing to start with these three today. You can determine which platforms you prefer or are the most beneficial for you. It might be just a little bit different for everyone. Remember that I said I was going to take you through your social media presence from the outside in? Well, in order to do that effectively, I want you to view your profiles through the lens of a professional contact. Put yourself in the shoes of a business connection that wants to offer you an awesome opportunity. Maybe you are a realtor and someone is on a mission to find the best realtor to provide a sales training to some newbies in the business. You are going to critique your online presence to see how your personality shines through, if your tone matches your personality, and that everything is tied together in a way that welcomes in those great new opportunities. Each of these special platforms serves a different purpose, so you need to view them objectively with that in mind. If you can only remember one takeaway from today's podcast, I want you to recall this simple piece of information. LinkedIn equals resume, Twitter equals credibility, and Facebook equals personality. As a mom of two growing girls, one of my least favorite things to do is discover that they have grown out of yet another pair of pants or find another shirt that is just a little too tight. Who has the time or energy to take kids shopping, especially when entering a store is a health hazard these days? That's why I love Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix is a subscription service that delivers styles that you choose to your exact sizes right to your door. It makes shopping for the whole family super easy even the kids. I did a box for each girl before the start of the school year and they loved everything. I put in their sizes, favorite styles, even school wardrobe requirements, and got five to six items for each girl that were just right. Want to give Stitch Fix a try? Save $25 off your first order with a special offer from Motherhood Merged. Visit erincraber.com forward slash podcast for details. Let's start with a myth and a fact about LinkedIn. Here is something I hear all too often. I only need to use LinkedIn when I'm looking for a job, right? So is that a fact or is that a myth? That's definitely a myth. But here is a fact. Once you join LinkedIn, each connection made introduces you to an average of 400 new people. That's people, not jobs. When a potential connection looks at your LinkedIn profile, they'll do a quick scan from top to bottom. You want a clear and professional headshot and a personalized cover photo. Now, a pro tip on this one, you don't have to get fancy with a lot of text in your cover photo. So instead, just find a free stock photo that matches with your skills and interests. Now, even more important than your photo is the headline. It should capture the reader's attention. You have 120 words to define your expertise in a way that makes someone want to learn more. It's a starting point, and then you should use the about section to elaborate with specifics and the supporting details. Personally, I think one of the most underrated areas of the profile on LinkedIn is the education section. One of the major benefits that is completely unique to LinkedIn is that when you connect any and all of your education, the platform automatically connects you to those institutions. Now you and anyone visiting your profile page will see shared connections through your alma maters. I went to Purdue University, which is a fairly large institution in size and has been in existence since 1869, so that makes for a huge network of fellow alumni. 
I think it's great to see other Boilermakers on the platform, even if I don't personally know them, because it shows that we share a similar part of our story. Now, a major mistake I see professionals make on LinkedIn is oversimplifying the experience section. It doesn't have to include every job you've ever had since you were 16, but it should be more detailed than a copy and paste from your written resume. Connections want to see your areas of expertise in a few sentences or bullet points. Highlight those specific accomplishments and don't be shy about them. When you look at your existing LinkedIn profile objectively, do you see keywords that make you want to keep reading? Does your profile represent a professional snapshot of you? Creating a compelling LinkedIn profile is work, but the format makes it super easy to break it into small chunks and work through one section at a time. Start at the top and work your way down, focusing on the about and experience section and then adding skills and endorsements as you progress through. Now it's time to talk Twitter. But Aaron, no one uses Twitter anymore. Well, that's clearly a myth because there are 145 million active daily users with more than 550 million tweets per day. More than 92% of the U.S. population is familiar with Twitter, even if they don't use it daily. So why are these facts significant to you and your brand? Because Twitter is key for those whose jobs involve thinking, creating, and connecting. When a prospective collaborator views your Twitter feed, they're looking for more than the basics. Anyone can fill a Twitter feed with retweets, but that's not going to build credibility for your personal brand. You need to ensure that what you share on Twitter is thoughtful and adds value to a conversation. Something unique to the Twitter platform is anyone and everyone can view who you follow and who is following you. A pro tip here is to find and follow key influencers in your industry. Following influencers allows you to add your insights into the most relevant conversations because you can always jump in an ongoing conversation or track topics using the relevant hashtags. When you view your Twitter profile, you want to ensure that your feed includes your own thoughts. Again, the retweet function exists, but if we go back to our realtor example, sharing someone else's stats about the housing market, it's fine. But any realtor can likely do that. Use the characters to share the tweet, but personalize it with your own thoughts on the data, or add insights to your specific geographic area or a specific subset of the market you work with most often, that really adds that extra value. The third and final source of social media I want to review today is Facebook. Where LinkedIn and Twitter highlight professional accolades, I think Facebook provides that extra view behind the curtain and really shows your personality. Facebook has experienced tons of changes over the years. Where it was once the only thing that made up the term social media, it's now one of many. Those of us that were early adopters are now older with kids and established careers. We find it to be most useful for tracking on former classmates and sharing pictures of our kids and pets and for our friends and family who haven't yet mastered Instagram. 88% of Facebook users are on the platform to stay connected to friends and family. So does this mean my page is only for friends and family? Now the stat is a fact, but who is looking at your page is a myth. You absolutely can leverage your Facebook profile as a part of your personal brand. And you should, because your profile still gives insights into brand you. It just likely shows some of the softer skills and the details that make up your brand story. 
Now, I will say it's true that the development of business pages on Facebook has changed the rules just a little bit. In fact, I chose to go the route of a separate page for my brand that's different from my personal page. But it doesn't mean that one approach is better than the other because someone pulling, putting my name into the search feature is going to have access to both pages. My personal page is going to be a lot of kid pics for the grandparents and memories from my pre-kid life. And my brand page is heavily focused on marketing tips, resources for women in business, and a little bit of mom life mixed in. I honestly think the informal nature of Facebook helps with the brand building. Interactions are tracked differently with Facebook, so shared connections, groups, and events pop up frequently. Facebook serves content based on what, who, and how you interact online. Depending on how your profile is configured, someone from the outside can easily scroll through your online history and create their own brand story for you based on what they can see. I want my Facebook profile to share all the parts of my life I want people to see. It's a mix of professional and personal, going all the way back to the beginning of the Facebook era when you needed a .edu email to even join. Since Facebook has been around longer, your network that you have built are the people who are engaged and invested in who you are and what you are doing. So don't be afraid to share more than a few pet videos. Let your high school friends see what you are up to and how much of an expert you truly are so they can like, comment, Share and expand the reach of your brand for you. Let your cousin brag on the latest house you sold because you posted a cute story about it on your page. That's the true power in building your brand on such a powerful platform and likely one you've been using for years when it comes to Facebook. Put your spare change to work with Acorns. Acorns is our favorite investment app because it's easy to use and makes smart investing decisions for us. All we have to do is get gas or make a Chick-fil-A stop. It takes less than five minutes to set up, and once you connect the Acorns app to the credit or debit card of your choice, the app will start rounding up the purchases you make. Then, Acorns takes that change and invests it for you in stocks or bonds to build the portfolio that meets your financial goals. We have been using Acorns for a while now and love watching our Acorns fund grow while we shop. Get started with $5 from Motherhood Merged. Visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast to learn more about building a quick and easy investment portfolio with Acorns. We've talked through three different social media platforms and how they each can add value to your personal brand. So what should you do with this information? I think it's time to apply some of this knowledge in the form of a social media audit. Using some of the tips I shared on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, you can take a critical eye to your profile pages on each. It may seem like a large undertaking, but it's really not when you work from the top down and break each profile into pieces. They are all extremely user-friendly. Every platform has the option for a photo, if not more than one. That's starting at the top. It's your page, so you should be visible, not a logo or an abstract image, just you. Another pro tip when it comes to photos is that any photo you share tends to stick to your page unless you remove it. So you might want to go back through your old photos and remove anything that doesn't fit with the brand you want to showcase. You want the headers and about me sections to fit the purpose of the platform. You have freedom to be creative as long as what you share paints an accurate picture of who you really are. Dedicate the time to really ensure your about me components hit on keywords and draws in the right kind of attention. Next, think about your connections. 
Social media is all about connections, every single platform. If the goal is to build a standout personal brand, then find those key brands, influencers, and groups that are going to help you get there. Gone are the days of handing out a business card and waiting for the phone to ring. A complete digital brand should tie you to those that you can serve best and who can serve you best. I've shared quite a bit about using your profiles to your advantage, and I wanted to share one last pro tip. When it comes to your personal brand on social media, don't be afraid to delete. If something or someone is no longer serving your brand or fits in with your personal footprint, just remove it. Your social media footprint is a big part of your brand story. I really hope this discussion gets you motivated to do a quick audit of your profiles. LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook should work for you with minimal effort. With a quick audit or check-in, you are building a cohesive and strategic digital footprint that attracts the right opportunities. That opportunity might be a brand ambassador role, a paid speaking engagement, attracting new clients. This is your permission to keep showing off brand you. If you would like to learn more about the topic we covered on today's podcast or want an extra set of eyes to help you audit your digital footprint, I encourage you to hop on over to erincraber.com. There you can schedule a quick 30-minute jumpstart session with me. I would love to get to know you a little bit better and find out ways I can serve you. Again, feel free to jump over to erincraber.com and check that out today. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help this show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.